fair to say you simply flooded the system with money? Yes, we did. That's another way to think about it. We did. Where does it come from? Do you just print it? We print it digitally. Look at what it means. This is why I'm saying, like, this is a lie that's been purported by Walt. The lowest rates, everything gets better all of a sudden. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. What about hard work? What about it? You work hard? Gods were like 30 to 1 against me. Yeah, I mean, there are very few people that, from my neighborhood, you know, in my environment, that make it out, uh, I mean, forget about being to be successful, to make it out alive. Good evening, everyone. Training Places is back for episode 35, like Jordan, in 95. Um, this is the week or the month or the era of shortages. There's a lot of things. <laughs> We're having a supply crisis across oil, Ethereum, Chick-fil-A sauce, chicken, beef. I'm missing anything. Uh, it ain't no shortage of games, though. Yeah, but it ain't no shortage of gains. So the gang is back. This is your host, X. I'm here with Rashid. Yo. Swan. Yo. We all in the building, man. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a shortage of gains this week. Nah. Obviously. Plentiful. ETH got pushed down to 3,600 a few times, but it bounced back. Like Rambo. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, just don't shake, don't shiver because I, I had set the conservative target of ETH hitting 4K in January. All right, I was like, oh, that's the top. I gotta, I need to admit to everybody out there, I have a lot of trauma from 2017 and I'm really working through it because this isn't like 2017. It's totally different. Back then, Coinbase only had three assets listed. Back then, there was no institutional participation. A lot of things are changing. Banks want to get involved. Um, I read a report about uh, Stevie Cohen, which is a very famous and notable hedge fund manager, now the owner of the Nets, is now exploring Bitcoin at 0.72. Balladasny Asset Asset Management, which is a... uh, a fund with $10 billion of assets under management is now exploring crypto. This is very different. And the fact that ETH and other assets and the, and the other tokens and asset classes bounce with such velocity, it just goes to show that the strength is there. And I, I continue to go back to what you brought up a little bit over um, a month and a half ago, Rashid. There's $51 trillion on the sideline. 51 trillion on the sideline. So how are you feeling? I mean, obviously you have to be, you guys have to be feeling good. Cardano is ripping right now. Yes, I missed out. My emotions got in the way and you shouldn't do that when you're trading. (laughs) If the trade is there, regardless if you hate it, you should take it. I even say that about Doji. I'm not, I don't know about right now, but uh, did y'all see the news that Coinbase is gonna list Doji? in the next six to eight weeks? I did. I saw it too, man. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? 
I don't want the Doji smoke, man, because I know the Doji tribe is deep, man. It's like, they're like Nicki Minaj Barbies. You know what I mean? Or the Barty game. Nah, man, I, it's become real. It's become real. I mean, at the end of the day, money is as good as people will accept it. And if it's caught a viral effect, even though it was a joke, like Elon Musk said, that's kind of the irony of it. And now it has people that are popular sort of waving the flag. I still have no Dogecoin. I'm perfectly fine, like, without Dogecoin. Like, it's so big at this point. To me, I'm just like, all right, like, y'all got it. If you got, if you if you made money on Dogecoin, um, hats off to you. Um, I, uh, I'm gonna try to stick to things that I fundamentally believe in, because there's millions of ways to make money. Remember, Warren Buffett called Bitcoin rat poison. So he did call it that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it is what it is. Yeah, I still don't have any exposure. Um, there's now a doji coin killer. I don't know what it's killing. Is it killing the first joke? Is this a bigger joke? It's called uh, Shibu. Um, <laughs> bro, why did the industry have to become this though? Like it's this is happening too fast. The the ridiculous. Do you, do you think this means that we're close to a top? Yes. Like maybe not super close, but this type of behavior it just lets you know where we're at in the cycle, man. When people could just throw. But it's, it seems like it's not in Bitcoin though. So can all of this stuff happen like over here in the corner on in the corner of TikTok? while the institutional and the corporations continue with like the actual adoption. Yeah, that happens during bear periods, but unfortunately we're in a bull market and the media is driving this thirst for, for clicks, right? Yeah. So it's not popular to talk about a project uh, that is gonna dramatically change the world of finance, which they already don't understand. So it's much easier to talk about a man's best friend, a dog on a coin. I mean, there was even a coin come rocket. I think I was booming. I was telling you about that. That shit, it was an NFT for, for porn. That shit was booming. Yeah, I, I believe when you hit me up that day, it was up like 28% on the day. Like, I was like, yo, X, are you seeing this shit? And he was like, Nah, this is this is another fake coin. <laughs> this is another spec chain. Here we go. It could be Doge coin right there. Yeah, it, it reminds me of spec chain. If, <laughs> if you guys were around uh, back then, there was another porn associated or adult entertainment associated coin called spec chain. Now we got Cum Rocket. People are making money. There's liquidity in coins like Cum Rocket. <laughs> That's that's where we're at in the cycle, man. When tokens like Cum Rocket and Shibu, and who fucking knows next, man. This is the thing. How everywhere I go now, people are talking about crypto, right? 
Like, but there's still only like 60 to 80 million Ethereum addresses. How? It's, it's people are scared, man. Like, because Ethereum, I think they feel like the barrier entry is too high. Because when they look at Ethereum right now, it's like, was it 4K? Yeah, it's 4K. They, they look at it as like, oh, too high. Like, all right, there's going to be another Ethereum. That's why everybody's going into things like Doge because, like, they feel like, oh, I got a chance. Doge is going to hit Ethereum prices. Yes, unit bias. They want to feel like they're in on the ground floor. And I, and I need to fact check myself. It's not Shiba. It's called Shiba. And guess who donated a billion dollars of it to India's COVID relief fund? Vitalik. Because I guess it got airdropped. <laughs> Mad Sheba got airdropped into his wallet. <laughs> and instead of cashing out, he donated it to the uh, India COVID relief fund. That sounds kind of grimy. Why you said that? that yeah, why would you give a shit coin to like a COVID relief fund? You'd have found a theory. You could have dropped like, you know what I mean? Man, he's not, he not giving up his ETH. <laughs> Crazy. I bet you mean not, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo, y'all can take this bullshit up off my hands. Cash out while you can. Damn. He don't want to get caught up in that. Because if he sells, you know, someone could say he's unfairly influencing the market. He dumped on the holders. He probably wants to avoid any type of regulatory scrutiny. Facts. Possibly. Facts. Um, and it's free marketing for him. For Ethereum. Right? He makes a large donation. Three commas. That, that leads to more exposure for him and Ethereum. <clears throat> but like you said, a lot of people do feel left out. A lot of people feel as if they came too late. So... Uh, owning ETH isn't seem as realistic anymore at these price levels. The, they equate it to buying Amazon stock, which is why there might be multiple people are calling for a split because Amazon stock is seen as too expensive now. That's because retail is running all the markets. That's a fact. Retail has taken over everything. Can, can we hold up? Can we talk about what's happened though? Like, because I, I don't I, I'm not an expert at all on this, but it this social experiment of this lockdown and what has happened, I think it is pretty clear that people in service industries are the biggest hurt. So retail and um like, you know, like restaurants, and, you know what I mean? People who work in the service industry, relatively lower, um, lower paying jobs. And people are making more on unemployment than they were at work. And you see at the same time, this surgence of retail trade, <laughs> of retail traders running the market. And it's just kind of hilarious um, at how this has kind of played out. Some retail traders look at it as, you know, getting back at the man, you know, middle finger to um, traditional finance. But I mean, it's a good amount of people, I think, of these retail traders who are doing this on stem on stimulus bucks. Mm, yeah, I want to hear. 
What do you think about the idea? Do you think that's off base? Uh, no, I think it, I think it's on point. Although, remember, a couple of months ago in Bloomberg, we were reading an article. People said where they were going to put their stimulus. Uh, it was like um, crypto, electronics, and a few other things. Right. And now you have Amazon, probably the most powerful company, one of the most powerful companies in the world. Yeah. Like, you guys need a stock split because now the momentum of traders, because it's now run by retail. Well, there was in the traditional in the traditional stock market this week in equities, it was a nasty sell-off. It was nasty across multiple companies. Like Square broke 200, right? Went down below 200. We hadn't seen it break them levels in a while. Airbnb, nasty. So there was this tech stock sell-off um in the retail traders. I believe that retail traders are conditioned to buy the dip now. They don't they don't even look to, you know be contrarian and buy puts or inverse contracts on synthetics. They, they're not trying to do that at all. It, when they see an asset dip, they continue to buy it. They're so, long only. So you mean the bottom falls out in September? It'll be interesting to see if... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Why September? Because that's, when the, that's, when, the un- that's when the unemployment stops. Oh. Well, some of these states is cutting it off. Iowa is what if... Off. What if... The whole time we've been people have been conditioned to buy the dip and it's just been rich money selling off for the past two years <laughs> into retail. There's with, clearly with, is, there was a sector rotation with the government's money. Yeah. What if wealthy people are rotating out of the equities market and going into crypto and I mean leaving, leaving retail investors with the bag? Some of that is exactly, but a lot of retail with the government's money. What what if what if the equities market completely crashes and crypto still survives and does well? What, bro, that's what's happening. That would right be now. almost like why we started this podcast, fam. Do you know what the number one? Do you know what the number one app is on the on the U.S. App Store right now? Coinbase. Coinbase. That shift is happening. You know, because Coinbase these retail has traders more- they got hurt. You know, Coinbase has more users than any major U.S. bank. Wait, what? World? Yeah. Coinbase has 56 million users. Next closest is J.P. Morgan with 42 million. Damn. And J.P. Morgan has been around for at least a century, right? Probably more. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Coinbase was started in 2012. So in eight years, they have amassed a larger install base of customers than JP Morgan has over a century. Yeah, man. There's a shift. There's a real shift happening here. I mean, it is the new wave of finance. Yeah, I had to Google that shit. So JP Morgan's been around since 1871. Wow. That's called lapping them. Multiple times over. Yeah. And And I'm curious to see who's going to be the first U.S. exchange to launch crypto um, 
options contracts. Because options contracts is has fueled a lot of that participation amongst retail trading options. Like I'm certain if if you were to go on Google and type in trending searches for how to trade options and let, and like look at it over a let's say 3 year span. I'm sure that chart is has steadily moved up over the past 18 months. Look, man. So like shout out to X, you introduced me to crypto a long time ago. Like in the early early phases. I wish I would have took your advice the first time. You introduced me to crypto a couple of times. I think you introduced me to Bitcoin maybe like 2014 or something like that. Then you yes. brought it up to brought it up to me again in 2017. He's like, yo, you need to get in on this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, this is what I got in. And then um I've just been accumulating since then. So like one of my homeboys, uh, I deployed with him, I went to Afghanistan. Like his, he had money in the equities market, right? Head full on in the equities market. So when we was deployed together, just kept buying like blue chips, kept buying Amazon, kept buying Walmart stocks, like Tesla, all that stuff, right? And I, I kept telling him, I was like, yo man, you need to get into crypto, bro. Like you see these Bitcoin prices and ETH prices. He was like, nah, you know, crypto is just a fad. That's what he told me. A lot of people <laughs> felt that way. Today, he hits me up. He was like, bro, I wish I would have listened to you. <laughs> I wish I would have listened. He's like, man, like some of these prices in crypto is like 10 times the prices of what the stocks are right now. I'm like, bro. Try to put you on, man. Right. And they don't understand. A lot of people don't understand even how to value a crypto asset. Like, right. We saw a comp sneak past 900 a little bit, and I don't think it's done. Why don't, why don't you guys break that down? How do you guys value a crypto asset like to invest in? And for, for our listeners. I, uh, I used to think about this. But I honestly think the time to think about this is the bear market. Yeah. Because it's so irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Valuations are irrelevant right now. It's so irrelevant. I mean, with with like DeFi stuff, you can start to get into pulling out valuation models of like, you know, you can figure out the fee structure and the rates. I mean, but it's a it's a moot point because all of this. The phase we're in right now is a thousand percent speculation. Like it's amazing. Nothing, nothing is driven on fundamentals um, in this particular bull market outside of Bitcoin, in my opinion. And Ethereum has um, data that you can point to that says, like, "Hey, this is good," but it's not fundamentals in the sense of an investment where you can point to cash flow. Um, it, it is still very, it's still all very, very speculative. Yeah, we, <laughs> um, it's like retail has moved from mania to mania. It used to be WrestleMania. 
Which is now fake. It's, now it's the rap game. It's Doja Mania, like, and that, and that's the thing. That's when I stopped even being disappointed. When I would talk to people who are just throwing money at these things, they do not care about fundamentals. They don't give a fuck. What they see is a chart that's moving up. What they see is their money growing. They've discounted all reality. This is how people are making investment decisions, okay? I got a thousand Doji coins. I got them at 30 cents. If they go to a dollar, that'll be $10,000. Or like people, people are literally just like, okay, if I buy a thousand Dojis and it gets to a dollar, then I'll have a thousand dollars. If I can get 10,000 Dojis and it gets to a dollar, then that's 10,000. <laughs> this is how people are like. You're right on the money. And I came across a crazy Twitter page on Reddit. Have y'all seen the page TikTok Investors? No. Okay, so basically what they do is um, they pretty much aggregate um, videos from different TikTok financial gurus. And some of these videos, man. I don't think y'all understand. Like, they're they're pretty they're 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 pretty they're pretty sad. Um, and you should hear some of the explanations. Matter of fact, I'm gonna play one just so y'all can like understand what we're dealing with right now in the market. Just just because it's it's not <laughs> what she was talking about is very true. That's how they're making decisions. They're like, if I get two thousand of them right now. And if it goes to $5, you thought YouTube was toxic a year ago. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. You should see the, you should see the videos that they're posting in the price prediction videos that they're posting now. It's, it's even more crazier. Some people are calling for Doji to go as high as $800. And they don't even explain the logic behind it. You know what they say? Elon's dumping more in. So we're, we're headed to 800, all right? And they're very long on a joke currency. Hold up, hold up. 800 for Dogecoin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Dogecoin. <laughs> all right, but So, like, reality has been thrown out the, you know, the window. Fundamentals have been thrown out the window. They're not here. Um, I think I found one of the videos. Hold on. Let's see if I can play for you guys. This dumb dog coin up there made people millionaires. Yesterday, me and Crypto Jesus were shaking our heads and talking about this. He mentioned that he thought that Shiba Inu could be the next Dogecoin. He also said that he thought that Akita Inu could be the next Shiba Inu. At first, I was skeptical, but then I had to look at the chart. This is what Dogecoin did to Shiba Inu's charts over the past few days. And it just clicked. It made total sense because, first of all, you have all these people who made profits from Dogecoin looking for the next place to put that money. And you also have all 
these people who missed out on Dogecoin, who are looking to get in on something. That's, that's like the get rich music in the background. Then I looked at Akita Yuna's chart. Same deal. My hunch is that now that Dogecoin has settled down a little bit, money is going to start piling into these Doge-like projects. Also, once the opportunity is gone on these Doge-like projects, I think people are going to move laterally and look for other non-Doge-like dog projects. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're fucking dealing with, man. What about the cats? Damn. Crypto kitties. What's the next animal we can throw on a coin? Because this is what it takes. We got to get an animal. We got to throw it on a coin. We go hire 10 TikTokers um, to put together five YouTube videos that just spews nonsense. Get everyone on their Discord or Slacks to say this is the next doji and we're rich we're rich people are that gullible seeing this shit <laughs> it it becomes it's no surprise now as to how trump ran a masterful campaign and became president i <laughs> americans are so fucking gullible <laughs> It's not just Americans. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. All it takes is a few TikTok videos, a few influencers on YouTube, um, some memes, and you're out of here. Did you see the guy who threw 160K in, all, he threw 160K in all of his savings um, and, and turned it into a, a few million on Doji. That that's that's the level of conviction we're at now. <laughs> that's that's not good, man. That's not good. So many people are gonna get wrecked at the end of this. I don't know, man. I'm I don't know much. either. My face is just disgusted. Like, <laughs> yo, I, I don't know, bro. I need to, I need to, I need to go somewhere that's less ignorant. This, this is why Elon Musk is talking about moving to space. <laughs> it's like, y'all. You changed the meaning that I need some space from you. <laughs> Words. And, and, and Coinbase is now about to legitimize it by listing it. It's kind of real now. It's kind of real now. I feel like... This is I feel like some somewhere on some some on on in some finance finance room there was a bet made and it was like yo like if you lose this bet you're gonna have to buy a thousand in Doge <laughs> <You know? laughs> some Morgan Stanley floor somebody did that with an intern <laughs> and this intern is laughing right now to the bank yeah. I can't really make sense of it. Uh, but there are other projects out there that are more promising, that are moving. Matic, old Matic, woke up this week. Yes, like sir. Um, I think the last price I heard of, it was at 145. Yeah, it's at $1.46 right now. And we bought it up on this show at one and a half cents. So that's the first. Crazy. 100x 
uh, not officially there. We're about 99 or 98.5x at the moment. We did get to a dollar and fifty, but right now we're at ninety-eight point five x. By the time you're hearing this, hopefully we are at a hundred x for the first time on the show. And we didn't even give a, a price prediction. We just saw the inefficiencies of the Ethereum network and how it was becoming extremely congested and expensive to send money on the Ethereum network. It still is. It's it's a major problem. It needs to be fixed. It's preventing a lot of people from participating in these up and coming projects. Because unless you have the discretionary income to pay for the fees, you can't participate in these IDOs or anything like that because it's ridiculous. And uh, the amount of money that's being locked on top of Polygon is really impressive. Uh, Polygon Matic, whatever you want to call it. But you could have threw a thousand dollars in there back in what, November, December, whenever. And you could be sitting on 100 bands right now. Now, there's going to be a hater out there that says, well, if you threw a thousand in a doji coin a year ago. <laughs> right? Uh, but I, I would I would love it if if more people talked about Matic. I would love it if more... Look, I don't, I don't even have exposure to Cardano. But at this point, I would much rather hear somebody... Talk they shit and pump up Cardano in my ear than Doji going or Shiba or, or, or Reva, whatever all these damn tokens is coming out with cats. Next thing is, you know, it's going to be Snow Leopard. I just don't. Uh, Liger coin, Joe Tiger coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, Tiger King's uh, wife or whatever, she started a coin. Or NF, NFT. This is what I don't like about bull markets. It invites the wrong people. I don't know, man. I, I, I think one thing about crypto is it's open. So uh, things will be tried. Things will be failed. Things will work. Things won't. And um, I think there's something to the whole community token thing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like people will try it and but the idea that anybody can launch a token to the extent that you can create something to where people feel it's valuable to hold it, I honestly think that's what this is about. Is there any type of um, requirements from the SEC or a different regulatory body when you launch a coin or can you just launch a token? I don't Do you think guys file? No, I mean you you there's it's not regulated, but I mean they have they can come after someone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the there's the how we test to where where it, it's a few guidelines where they, they test them. Right. And if you if you don't if you meet them, then it's deemed a security. And if it's a secure if it's a security, then you are subject to regulation by the SEC. So if you do this and you know and it's deemed a security. Um, then yeah, you are in trouble unless you fix, you know, I mean, fix what you have to fix and get in, get in line with what they are saying. Yo, you remember the, uh, the cat, the brother who started the scam coin? Scam coin? Did y'all see this? Yeah, I actually, yeah, I do remember this. Yeah. He was like, and I don't care, because nigga, I'm getting rich. Suck my dick. Yo, what? Yeah, you. 
I, I don't know, Twan, you, you probably have to, like, I can look up the clip, but um, yeah, he literally made a coin called Scam Coin, and it was booming. It was booming. Oh, man. <laughs> People will invest in a scam, even if you spell it out for them. Mm-mm. You know that's 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 the crazy part. What do y'all think about this Cardano jump? Um, long time coming. You know, what's the latest in the Cardano universe? Because I don't know. Outside of Charles Hawkinson dropping disc videos. Uh, <laughs> <periodically>. <laughs> I mean, what do you want us to say, bro? Like, it's like. Cardano is progressing. Uh, smart contracts are coming soon, hopefully. Can't wait to use it. You do have, uh, they have the de- their decks is going to be called Sunday Swap. Um, so that's how you got card starter. Like it is, projects are starting to be listed just like the Polkadot stuff was happening like last summer where nothing's live yet, but yeah, projects are starting up and raising money, and then it's like doing it on ERC twenty with MetaMask, so you can start trading the ecosystem tokens. But it's not yeah. built because the smart contracts aren't there. That's basically where we are. But I okay. mean, in terms of price, it's going up because more people are getting in the space. Yeah, and you know, Elon's comments, I think, has pushed some money out of Bitcoin into other things and Cardano is, yeah, you know, it kind of makes sense being at the top, being U.S., you know, having a U.S. face and um, the approach that they're taking and the community. Mm-hmm. So I, I think part of this is just money coming into the space and they benefit from the unit bias for the retail side. I think um, <clears throat> they're smart contract supposed to be rolling out in august this august so i think that's gonna probably i mean it may cause some price action with cardano the prices to go up or down maybe people won't like what's going on on the main net hopefully it'll go up though it'll be nice i think i think it goes up at least until it's released but you know, it made me think that like stuff like that could prolong the bull run. You know, like new, new energy that's being bought into like, uh, you know, the crypto space and into like different things within crypto, like DeFi and you know NFTs, like all that new energy that's been 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 around for this past year, like, or been been getting like. Uh, looked at this past year man yeah i think it's definitely contributing to the price so like with cardano smart contracts rolling out and new projects that are going to be built on top of cardano and the interoperability between cardano projects and polka dot and eth like man like it, it might cause like you know this bull run to extend longer than we think i agree now I agree. it's I, oh what you about to say? No, I was gonna say is I'm conflicted because like that's the logical, you know, that's that's one logical side of this thing that I, I I agree with. And at the same time, I'm looking at what's happening in these coins on TikTok. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I was reading something about Mark Cuban. Um, 
did like an interview with like uh I can't remember. I can't remember what what uh crypto or finance paper he did an interview with, but he was saying how like he feels like Bitcoin is probably gonna take like uh take a hit, but he feels like Ethereum might continue to go up during this time because of DeFi. Like people, I mean, here's the thing, like a lot of people lost money in Bitcoin in 2017, especially when it went as high as it did and then it went as went down as low as it did, you know, because people were expecting Bitcoin to go right back up. So people were hurt. But with DeFi, like even if you know Ethereum goes down to a dollar, you got that stable coin on that on, on something like compound, you're still making interest that's better than the banks anyway. Yeah, that didn't exist. Uh, previous cycle, I did it. That was so, not. That was not there. I mean, I, is it that kind of what BitConnect was trying to do? I, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't. It, I want to say this about Compound because I, I want to clarify this for the listeners. Um, like, hey, I, I love Compound. I think it's a great project. It's something that I'm accumulating. Um, and I also have a rule, like no more than five percent of any altcoin. So, um, I don't have more than 5% in compound. And the reason is just like, all of this stuff has a lot of risks. Um, it's smart contract risk, it could be hacked. Like the banks don't want some decentralized platform to come and just replace the system. So compound may be, the fati- may be a fatality, um, you know, uh, it may get killed. Um, we'll see, I, I, I don't think this stuff uh, I think some, moving to something like this is inevitable in the long run, but this is still the first at bat. This is still transformative technology. This is still um, risky. So um, out of the assets that are out there, this is one of my favorites, you know, where I think there's a real strong case to be made of why it has value or why it could have value, but still risky stuff. So I just want to clarify that for everyone. Um, I don't, I wouldn't suggest like just selling all your Bitcoin and Ethereum and moving it over to Compound. Um, I wouldn't, that's, I want to clarify, I'm not suggesting anybody do that. Yeah. I definitely definitely agree. I don't, yeah. I don't want people thinking that either. Appreciate that. Yeah, I understand the risk, man. Um, Oh man. And if you do take that risk, then if you want to go full on comp game, that's your business. And you have every right to do that. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Yo. So, you know, more power to you. To my fellow, you know, comp gangers out there, you know. If you hold it, hold. You know what I'm saying? Staying strong in your conviction. I got not financial advice. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> right, this is not financial advice. I'm for full disclosure. I do own Compound. Um, however, I'm not trying to influence the market. Please do not fucking come after me. Like, do not be sending any letters. Like, we told you to throw your life savings in Compound. No, we did not. I'm part of Com Gang, but I don't jump anybody in. You. You choose to join Comp Gang because you've assessed the risk. You've done your own due diligence. Remember, always do your own research. Always. Here we go. Right? Uh, but I love Comp. But like with anything, 
unless you're talking about Bitcoin. It can fail. Even Ethereum. Even Ethereum. There's no clear winner yet. Cardano can just come through and crush the buildings and lay Ethereum on his ass. We don't know. Solana is making a lot of moves. Yo, let me tell you. That dude, Sam, at FTS. Beast. Beast. That dude's a monster. Dude's a fucking genius, bro. FTT might not get the shine it deserves. Yet. This cycle, yet. Yet. But, man, listen. And they slapping it on a heat arena later this year, FTX arena. And they just hired a top dog from Citadel Securities to grow its, its exchange. Yeah, dude's a beast. On a large scale. They're not fucking around over there. Which, uh, and, and this and, is why and, like, now, and now we're going to get, and now they're going to get Binance out the pain in the US. It seems like it. I don't know. It seems like they want to. I don't know. We'll see what yeah, happens. I think, I think he does. But if they get Binance out the paint, FTX is going to eat Coinbase, like in that segment of the market, in terms of like just like the innovation, the altcoins, you know what I mean? Just being cutting, leading edge so crypto. Fast. They move so fast. Like really fast, man. Like, and the, like, like you said, with the innovation they have with their products, it's like, yo, this is crazy. So someone would have asked me what's on my watch list this week. Solana, Radium. Those are, those are the two. Because I truly think what they're building over there is some next level shit. Um, and that's just my personal beliefs. I'm not trying to influence anybody. But I would just recommend that you check it out. See what's going on over there. Educate yourself. That's, that's some, Yo, speaking of Elon, why does Elon have so much influence in crypto right now? Because he has influence over people and retail is driving the market right now. I think it's because Buffett dropped the ball, man. I said you this said last this, podcast. You said this last episode, but fam, there was a $300 billion crash because Elon says, well, Tesla was suspending transactions using Bitcoin. What? Yo, he's the Buffett of our generation, man. This is what young people and Generation Xs, this is who they go to for financial advice. People love Elon Musk. They do, man. Yo, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Americans that will give this man citizenship, like, rights to run for president if they could. I mean, yeah, he... It seems like everything he touched moves. Like, re, like a lot of people love it. Remember, this is the same guy that he so, he sold out flamethrowers. Uh, they sold Tesla tequila. All these products sell out. Cult of personality is a motherfucker, man. Just the fact that, and when and when the mark when I saw that the markets was dipping, I was actually on a plane. Do we want to do? Oh, go ahead. I was just on a plane and I was like, fam, people are getting scared because Elon says we're not taking Bitcoin anymore. Of course. I mean, you saw what happened when he said they were. Like, you gotta take it both ways. It's true. You gotta take it both ways, because that's what started the run up from 30k. He was part of that, like I was driven by him. So, like, in my opinion, it's just like, all right, but like, yeah, hopefully we caught we caught the bottom, hopefully. Um and Bitcoin will continue forward. Um, right. 
Y'all want to do conspiracy theories as to like what's what the hell is going on? Oh yeah, I would love that. What's your what's your conspiracy theory? Oh, and did y'all really quickly? Mark Zuckerberg named one of his goats Bitcoin, and the other one Max. Is this connected to what you about to drop? Max Bitcoin. Ooh, let's let's call this the tinfoil hat club segment. Let's go. All right, yeah. <laughs> anybody have the X Files music? Anybody? Anybody got conspiracy theories on what, what what's happening? Um, should I start? This is gonna be a deep one. All right, all right. right. It's yours. All right, here we go. All right, all right. I think. Oh damn, my dog. I think we're slowly going into a digital world and we're preparing everyone for it. And with uh, things such as like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, unemployment and was it universal income? Like, I think it's gonna make it easier for people to live these digital lives and make an income even though they're not doing anything or contributing to anything in society. It makes them feel better, gives them gratification. That in the game of living in the digital world. Uh, all right, I got I got a theory. This is what I think is happening with this guy. I don't think it's him. Okay, I think if you go back to February, February third, MicroStrategy had. Bitcoin for Corporations conference where they invited all the corporations, all the treasuries, and told them how to buy Bitcoin. There were 10,000, 20,000 people in attendance. It was like five figure attendance in terms of like people at this event. It was extremely well attended. However, in Q1, none of the big American companies announced they bought Bitcoin. When you think about the timing of how long it would take a typical corporation to get through the cycle of purchasing Bitcoin after hearing about it at a conference. Of course, they couldn't get it done. Most of them couldn't get it done. But Elon announced on February 8th, which means he had done it before then. He was early. And my theory is that because Tesla gets tax credits from the government, I believe that these corporations who were gathering at this at this conference, Bitcoin with uh, for corporations, I believe they colluded and agreed we're not going to buy Bitcoin in Q1, and they got the EMA or some government agency to knock on Elon's door and say, "Hey, hold up, you're not accepting Bitcoin because of this green thing. You guys go bring the boat back, and now all the corporations are about to buy." right now and we're going to find about, out about it in august that's what i think is happening would they buy just bitcoin or bitcoin and ethereum i, I don't know maybe both but I, I honestly think that uh the corporations colluded together not to buy bitcoin in q1 pull the boat back with the help of the government regulating tesla with this announcement they're buying right now and then it'll come out in the Q2 uh, filings in August. I think Ethereum has some legs, man. I mean, Michael Saylor keeps buying every fucking dip. I also don't think, like, I, look, man, I, I know some people think, like, uh, you said it earlier, like, Compound and some of these lending protocols could kill the banks. 
But what if the banks are kind of already backing these these projects? Yeah, you had that theory uh, last week when we spoke. You were saying that you think a lot of the banks have already started to move money in the compound. Yeah. What if they, you know, gave these developers this these this money to to do these projects already? Like, I don't think they would have gave them the money to do it. But I think now that it's gone, it's on their radar, and they're definitely getting that. Of course. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Now, you brought this up like some time ago. Like the the interest rates that a traditional bank is giving you right now, like, it's nowhere close. Yeah. You might not even get that on, like, a five-year bond <laughs> or a ten-year bond. <laughs> like, Mm-mm. it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't have any conspiracy theories. Um, you, got, you got one. Max. You got one. I do got one, but it's not crypto-related. What is it related to? I believe that the reason why J. Cole albums perform so well is that people fall asleep and leave his albums on repeat between the hours of 12 a.m. and 7 a.m. Bro, you got to stop being slander, bro. That is my conspiracy. <laughs> Yo, man, stop with the cold slander, man. Give, give the man some props. He's been around for some time. He drops decent albums. He... Sells out shows. Listen, man. I cannot sit through. I've tried. I cannot sit through an entire Cole album without falling asleep. I, I've really tried. I, someone said, well, you got you to gotta listen to it in your car. I do want to take a drive tonight and listen to Cole, but I'm afraid I might end up in a ditch. So I'm not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, but that's my you know non crypto related uh, conspiracy theory is oh that he God. makes a lot of people fall asleep. They forget to cut off their Spotify or their title. The album keeps playing when they're deep in REM sleep. They wake up, and by that time he's accumulated a hundred million streams during the hour. You know. To the to the cold army that listens, please do not take his words and think he represents the podcast. <laughs> the whole army has all been equipped with night quill. Okay, <laughs> let's let's be very fair here. All right, what's on y'all watch list, man? You know we got to go to the quick swap, man. Matic has the baton at the moment. Yeah, and the number one app on. Automatic is quick swap. You know, uh, the fees on Uniswap got all the way up to like $400 this week with the gas fees. This is absolutely ridiculous. You can take your assets over the quick swap bridge and then trade gas free, basically. So, I mean, it's pretty appealing. Obviously, they don't have every asset the Uniswap has. Obviously, they don't have all of the liquidity. But for a good amount of things, you can literally trade damn near gas free. There should be less, less than a penny. There should be some type of like tax credit or rebate for gas fees that we fucking pay. Listen, you can get a tax deduction. You can? Yeah, you add it to your basis. 
you added to your cardio basis. That is good to know for 2022. Thank you. Okay, so quick swap. Uh, Tuan, what's on your watch list uh, outside of the coin that's used by scammers, according to CNBC, a.k.a. Monero? Oh, I was about to say uh, Monero and Oxen, funny enough. So, like, Oxen is, like, another privacy coin I've been, like, looking into. It was previously named Loki. It has, like, a whole privacy network, and as well as a, a private encrypted chat that's built on the Oxen blockchain. So um, right now it's like, it's super, super low, but it's been, you know, going up. It went as high, I bought it when it was like, I think at one cents, let's see. Yeah, yeah like one cents, two cents. And now it's at a dollar 47. It went as high as 235. I think it only has a max supply of 54 million so I like it I've been playing around with uh, all of his stuff like they have something called the Loki net it's like it's own private internet it's pretty cool you have to build your own private site on that private internet <laughs> it's pretty neat and they also have uh, an encrypted chat which I talk to people on it's pretty cool. I think it's better than Signal. It's better than uh, WhatsApp. <laughs> so I like it. I'm feeling it. Okay. Okay. Oh, one last thing that I like about it. Uh, so the the Oxen token itself is a unique token, but you can get it through BNB and you can get it through ETH and exchange it for the actual Oxen token. So they have like wrapped the equivalent to rap oxen and ETH and rap oxen and BNB. So you, there's multiple ways to buy it. One more. One more. I got a bonus. Super Farm. It's an NFT metaverse project. They got some DeFi stuff going on. They got some NFT swapping going on. They got some launch pad. Uh, and one of the founders has a YouTube channel with over 200,000 subscribers. So, when NFTs start pumping, uh, yeah, I definitely think uh, they'll, they'll start to pump again. Um, I was really pissed I couldn't get into the wild coin uh, IDO, which is a metaverse based uh, blockchain game. Um, it's done on that, sold out within seconds. So, how do you spell that? The, 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 the farm? Super. Super farm. Super farm. Yeah, but and, and they have liquidity on QuickSwap, so you can do it gas free. All right, all right. Get that Ethereum over the bridge. Get your swap on quickly. Um, for me, Komodo. It's a business friendly um, project. You know, that's built. It, the purpose of it is. Um, they want to build business-friendly blockchain solutions that are interoperable. Uh, I, I'm, I've been someone dating back to, Tom, what was the one we were in years ago? Enigma, I think it was. That Enigma. Um, yeah, Enigma, man. Please. Yeah. I, I continue to be a big believer in business-based 
blockchain solutions because I do think that there is a need for those particular initiatives because a lot of businesses want to find a way to transact uh, over a, a secure private network um, and they may be sending <clears throat> sensitive data. So shout out to them. Mm. Uh, and before we read this disclaimer, I just got to let y'all know, Matic is now at $1.56. Happy 100X. To the moon. And we out. With that, man, remember, investments in securities and crypto and NFTs and dogs can involve great risk. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And we should not be taking, this should not be taken as financial advice. Please do your own research and consult with a licensed financial advisor before you purchase any digital currencies, alternative assets, or stocks. We just here for free game, conversation, and education. And with that, we out. We catch y'all next week, people. One. Let me take this Balenciaga mask off to ask y'all who asked y'all. See, he told me to stomp my ass off. That's all. Bop, 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 bop. He was a good cat. My bad, dog. Don't put no K after that B, boy. Bad call. That's flag talk. Fuck around and knock your flag off. I had to. I wore a gap before a tattoo. I to. As a matter of fact, I had to No cap, I'm on the capsules I done relapsed, boo But I've been on my feet since Cinderella Lost the glass shoe, the cash blue But I'm still seeing green I'm in the bathroom and I'm peeing lean My bitch a vacuum, I told her keep me clean The scene serene, I'm a badonkadonk In bikini fiend, I just need a queen That ain't scared to fuck a Stephen King I used to live next door to Drake And Mama D and Lisa D on Eagle Street How I go from bars on the screen Go to the TV screen, don't Ask me, but never change the channel. Gucci flannel, Gucci socks, Gucci sandals, Gucci teddy bears and pandas. Not fake propaganda. About to blow out the candle. My little hoe out Atlanta got a hoe out Atlanta with a hoe out Atlanta. She a hoe out Atlanta. We get it. That's just the same in these city. My bitch damn better than P Diddy's. And ever since the pandemic, they don't want that Drake out of Canada. I've been screaming free Drizzy. I know they trust my vision, but don't want me to see prison. Said I can't make no promises. Either leave or come. Visit. Believe the keys to your heart next to your soul and your spirit Some see graffiti as art, some can see hoes to be women But I'm the greediest shark amongst an ocean of killers I put you six feet deep, I'm being socially distant Nina Ross on the hip, the 44 is my mistress Extra shots, extra clips, ain't talking videos, no vixen Just come to see about it, bitch Don't you? Hey, yo, I am the star in any room that I stand in. I am the standout. You just my stand in. These bitches copy my homework. That's what they hand in. That's why I'm private like the airports I land in. Life is a beach house.